Every other Monday, your girl Michelle Fee, aka DJ Make a Move, is a part of another podcast, Opposing Perspectives, with three of my great friends. Tune in now. I see you, Lashandra. I see you. You have to say it like that? Apparently, he did. So, <laughs> new look, new address. Oh. I have to address her differently. Oh, I see. I just got out of the shower. It's wet. Somebody needs a couple to dry my hair. Can we talk about the marriage expectation that I will find a husband that will blow dry my hair for me? <laughs> angry is scout. Mm-hmm. Angry is yes. Angry is my scout. Yep. <laughs> All of the above. That's what we want. Every day. Yeah, y'all, boy. I know Michelle has a crazy list. I don't think I've ever heard yours, Sean. Of, like, marriage expectations? Yeah. I want to support and a notes. partner? Oh, my list isn't crazy. It's normal. <laughs> oh, I know I'm supposed to take notes. I guess I need to make a list then. <laughs> you have a list. I don't know where Sir William is. He probably thinks he's still he in that other time. He's, he's up there. He's Indian, um, himself. <laughs> he's a PK, now a politician's kid. So he's in a different little time zone. Mm-hmm. So I think he's still up in Detroit right now celebrating um, oh, the retirement. Her dad retired, right? Yeah. Daddy's retirement and his announcement that he's running for governor. Oh, he said two minutes. Yeah, his father-in-law is running for governor. Um, oh, I thought you meant he will was. Okay, got you. Okay. I mean, yeah. you never know. With this crew, you never know. This is true. <laughs> this is true. This? Who knows? Wow, that'd be crazy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's almost time for me to gear up to run again. So okay. we'll see what happens this time. I still have my my uh, Ron Walker T-shirt for uh, support. I'm not in your county, but I was spreading the word. Still got to represent where you are. I wish I wouldn't have put a year on there so I could reuse them. But mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> we're, on, we're on evergreen content. Evergreen man. content. Well, we do have one that has a t-shirt uh, thing. We can put some glitter on that mug and stamp the new year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> put it two over it. Babe. That's right. Well, we're, um, wearing our, we're wearing our other t-shirts today, so there's that. Oh yeah. my God, y'all fit them and you got them. Yeah, yeah, I got mine. Yeah. I got mine you are the you only one. Yours fits the best. I was so afraid everybody's yeah. imagining a fit. Okay, let's go ahead and get this conversation started. Will said two minutes. I'm about to do something I never do, and I'll be right back. Oh, wow. Okay. Never do that, but today. Clearly. Yeah. Well, while he's gone, Michelle, speaking of sure. t-shirts, I need mm-hmm. one yours for Vegas. I'm going to, we're going to an, uh, the Usher show, and I want to wear, I think I want your Dirty South one, so I'm going to put it in order. So. Oh, perfect. Yes, ma'am. You can do that at artistperiod.com. If anybody's wondering what she's talking about, if you go to artistperiod.com, you can get some of my merch. I have different t-shirts and Trinity designs right there. Excellent. So, and what was your last podcast about since he just ghosted us for 2.2 seconds? We talked about, our last podcast was about Nick Cannon <laughs> and all those things with all those people. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. So, encourage there. people to check that out if you, oh, look at you, look, you put your shirt on too, look at us. Poor Nick. <laughs> Love it. There. Poor so, Nick. I don't know if y'all are going to wear them or not. What? Okay, so I'm in it. I know Will's not going to be in his because... His was sent to Texas, and he's in Detroit. But um, that dude is still not on here. I apologize. Okay. Uh, okay. Everybody be quiet. 
Exactly. That's like a fake bark. That's him, um, fucking Will from your mic. Okay. There he is. All right, and we're going to get it started. Why does your dog sound fake, though, for real? I have two now, and they're big. Two? Where's the other one? Who's the other one? Let's not talk about it. (laughs) Long, 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 terrible story. (laughs) But I have two dogs Mm -hmm. now. Um, One is eight years old, and the other one is three years old, and the three-year-old is a hot mess express, so. Oh, wow. A golden retriever. Oh. Golden retriever. Mm-hmm. To go with my pickles. Those go together. Welcome, William. <laughs> man. Good to see you. We've been talking about you. What's going on, man? So it's been a long week. I've been out in these streets, man. So no, I told him you're like a politician's kid now. So your responsibility, there. It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. Anyway. All right, let's get into it. Um, so, Michelle, tell them who you are, Sean, Will, and we'll get it cracking. All right, I'm Michelle C. of Candid Kisses TV. You can follow me at Candid Kisses TV, K-A-N-D-I-D-K-I-S-S-E-S-T-V, and on YouTube at Candid Kisses TV. I'll go. Um, I'm LaShondra Cordier. I'm one half of the Grown Ass Dating Podcast. You can follow us at grownassdating.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well at grownassdating. My next? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you uh, are. Will, Will Jordan, uh, you can follow me at uh, Renaissance Will 404. Uh, podcast coming soon. There we go. Of course, I'm Arthur Ron Walker, and today we're going to talk about marriage, the expectations versus reality. So last week, I know we started to get into that a little bit. This Negro right here. William, Mm -hmm. why is this always your eating time? No matter what, Will, wait. I got a live at nine. Save the food for them. Now my dogs are barking. You're not alone, Will. It's oranges, man. I've been fasting all day. So you eat real fast and you get on the podcast. Okay. (laughs) Do y'all hear my dogs too? No. Just my loud ass. Now, yeah, that one. Yeah, so they're competing with yours, I guess. Anyway, getting into it. So I know Michelle has a crazy list when it comes down to expectations of, like, what she wants in a man. But (laughs) That is not true. That's what you assume. Michelle's like, he has to cut grass, paint houses, be able to fix do all this stuff before she'll ever even consider him. Oh, Lord, I hope it's done. Oh, man, what's going on? We're all buffering. Yeah, I know. Am I the only one not buffering? You're the way, man, the way your face is set up right now. It's hilarious. Your face was hilarious. <laughs> you look like you're in so much pain. You look like <laughs> Am I buffering? No, you're good now, but before you so much pain. Oh, okay. It's weather, man. I don't know what's going to go on. It's been crazy weather all day. Oh, so anyway, Sean, please kick us off. Well, and I think the question is, is that first of all, what's your question? <laughs> because I know there isn't even really a question. There's just the list that marriage. I have for a partner isn't necessarily my expectation for marriage. It's my expectation for my partner. Yeah. Means, while there are similarities that can be a little different. And I think I'm a firm believer that expectation is the killer of all things. <laughs> that mm. you need good communication um before you live in your expectations because I think that creates an unrealistic ex- experience for people and, and you're being driven by your desires and want for something without actually actively communicating that to your partner. So I think my question is like fundamentally like 
what is your expectation for marriage and your marriage relationship versus my expectation for my partner? Because I think those can be different. So what were you actually asking? Target marriage. So you started going into some stuff um, last week when we were kind of talking about this is what we think marriage is going to be like versus when you actually get into it. And I know Will has a lot of good stuff to add to that. But it's like when you get into marriage, a lot of us walk in with this fantasy view of what marriage is going to be like. I'm going to find this person. They're going to complete me. And we're going to build this great empire together. And we're going to compliment one another. And everything's going to get so much better. But you actually get married. And sometimes things get worse. And you have to actually put forth a lot more work to build this marriage than you were putting forth in building yourself. So now you're not just building for one. You're building for two. Well, and I think, I think to your point about that, if we're talking about the expectation of marriage, like you said, a lot of people get into marriage with these beliefs, but like, what is that based on? Like, what is that modeled on? And I know when I, I got married, I think for context, I have been married and divorced. Um, I got married and my only like baseline expectation was that I did not, I don't want to be like my parents. That was my only thing going in. I was like, I don't want to be like my parents because my parents were not, I loved them, but they were not a good healthy model of a, a successful relationship or successful marriage. But that was my only like baseline for real other than, you know, friends and, and others who would maybe let me into their home and I could kind of see how the relationships were or other friends of mine that were married. So I think, I think the root of what, what is the, like foundation for your expectation and beliefs about marriage has to be looked at. Like, you know, I think a lot of people think marriage is what they see on TV or what they see in their home life or whatever, but those might not be the best examples. And I think I was striving very hard to not be in that space um, mm -hmm. because I knew that my example was unhealthy. Um, and so I worked very hard at doing not the opposite of that, but doing something that was as healthy as possible. And it just was, un I was unsuccessful in that, but my expectations were pretty like, I knew marriage was hard. I knew it was a lot of work because I watched my parents go through it. I watched my parents do it to this day. And, um, you know, and they made the choice to stay in their relationship despite the toxicity. And, um, but I knew that that wasn't what I wanted for me or my own marriage. And so I had to create that expectation for myself. What that wasn't recognizing that the things that I was using to frame that expectation were not good models. So what was it actually like when you got married? How did it differ from what you thought it would be like? Um, I think, the difference was that I, I, I believed in my spirit and my heart that love was enough to sustain things. Mm. That love could get you through all the bad. Mm. And I think that's the part mm. that was a big misconception for me that I knew it was work. That's useful thinking. Right, I knew it was work, but I thought <laughs> if I loved you hard enough, all this would go away and we would get better yeah. and it would work out. And so then when we started doing the work and it wasn't lining up with that, I think that was the biggest misconception for me. I thought if I just loved hard enough, I loved you hard enough, I loved everything hard enough, I, I put all my all into our marriage and it was going to be fine. Well, and what do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I wrote a couple notes down, even when you just said that. Um, when you just said uh, a new marriage was hard, well, that's an expectation too. That's you true. know, when you, when you come into something with an expectation of it's going to be hard, there's just another, it's another posture you have versus thinking that someone's something's gonna be easy. Now right. I'm not saying, you know, one is one is better than the other. But um And I wanna correct that. I don't I didn't think yeah. it was gonna be hard. I thought it was gonna be work. And I think that's there's a distinction. I mean, same, so it's still that's something you have to work at. Same thing. So I mean just like if you um if your parents were entrepreneurs, right? You can have the idea of dang, you know, this thing's gonna be a struggle or things gonna be work. Mm -hmm. Or you can have the thought of like, you know, this thing is easy. Like we, I come up with ideas and I just make them, right? 
So expe expectations are real. You know, they're like, they're so much deeper when you start to really like go into why you expect the things that you expect from someone else. Um, there's, that's, that's one thing I kind of, I kind of got from that. The other thing I wrote down was, um, uh, the anti cannot be the goal, right? Like you can, when you're, when you're like going through something, anything like you're, when you're going, I don't want to be like them. Cause I think I thought the same thing when I got married, it was like, I just want to be my parents. And I just didn't want to be broke specifically. I didn't want to be broke. Right. And I was like, you know, uh, <laughs> this is what my podcast is about, but, um, but it's, I didn't want to be broke. So, but I didn't know that you anti is not a goal just cause I don't want to be that doesn't mean that I actually have a clear goal of what my finances are supposed to look like or what I would like them to look like as I get into a marriage. Right. So I think that I think that marriage counseling is supposed to do this, like clarify your expect expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, but my my, my, my premarital counseling in my first marriage was horrible. I mean, no shade to my pastors, but it was trash. Um, you know, because it just it was just it wasn't clear we didn't clearly define what we what we both were expecting. It was just anti. It was like I don't want to be my parents. I don't want to be like my parents. Oh my God, let's let's make it work. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> we have to change this to shady views because every week it's somebody just being shady as hell. But well, <laughs> definitely petty, right? Definitely petty. I think I think something else that was really good is that it is like you know marriage counseling is supposed to do some of those things, and I think it's also yeah. when you get it. So like we didn't do premarital counseling. Yeah, we were both. I was in therapy before we got married. Okay. Um one of the conditions of us getting married and I want to say conditions of strong work when we started having problems in our marriage one of the things I suggested was that he also get counseling and then we started seeing somebody together stay tuned part two drops Monday did you do it today sing a do sing a do can you do it can you do it can you do it can you do it like this can you do it real quick go get it go get it Pick a card up, pick your genre up, can you do it right, you're gonna wanna bruh, it's first at 21, we'll get the job done, so grab your friends and fam, cause it's a lot of fun, some do it with some class, but make it real fast, cause time is kinda tricky, can you do it at 60, get your copy today at singadoo.com.